Welcome back to New Rockstars. This is The Big Question, the show that gives you too much information about why the key to success for any secret headquarters for a team of superheroes is location, location, location. Location, location, location. My name is MT, and I'm here today with my big head gang, brother Tommy Bechtel. What's going on? What is up, my man? Big head gang forever. Peaches and cream forever. Shower gang, gang never bath. Although I do have to stay. I recently stayed in a hotel with a large bathtub. I don't know if it was for gentlemen of specific sizes or if I just got lucky. Maybe it was one of those hookup hotel rooms where they're like, you pay by the hour. But I took a bath. I tried it. I tried to get into bath culture. Ooh, how was it was it? not for me. It was not for me. You, you know, I'm not a bather. I don't like to bathe. You're not a bather. Like You're definitely not a birther person. That's two good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> not a bather, not a birther. That's what I say. That's what they're going to say at my funeral. Not a bather, not a birther. All right, hit me with that big question, Tommy. All right, MT. What's the most valuable item in the MCU? Is it Doctor Strange's watch collection? One of Tony Stark's Audis? Scott Lang's shagging wagon? Hello. Wrong. <laughs> it's real estate, baby. It's real estate. Land is king. If you want to have equity in the MCU, you got to have a piece of land. Sure, that land could be blown up by aliens, launched into the sky by a tyrannical AI, or be the birthplace for a 300 mile tall celestial, but that's just the trials and tribulations of owning property. And don't even talk to me about reverse mortgages, Tom Selleck. But there is one <laughs> important building in the MCU whose current ownership is still a big mystery. And that leads us to this week's big question. Dot, dot, dot. My question for you, MT, my big head gang brother, who currently owns the Avengers Tower in the MCU? Mmm, that is a great question, Tommy. Thank you. Ever since we saw Spider-Man use his armpit web wings to glide through the new atrium cut into the former Avengers Tower in Spider-Man Far From Home, we have wondered who the new owner of this building could be. And since we have yet to receive an answer despite several series and shows being released since that moment, we are left scratching our heads about just who the new landlord could be. And remember, Avengers Tower was originally Stark Tower, making its first owner the late Tony Stark, rest in mm. peace. Rest in peace 3000, my friend. But after making several structural and energy modifications to the building and learning to be a team player, Tony decided to share his toys and turn the building into a base for him and the homies. And then- right, Let's be honest, I gotta Ultron. stop it right here. Cause I've always had the theory. The only reason that Tony benevolently decided to donate that building to the Avengers Tower was for some sort of tax deal. Like someone found out Tony had been hiding <laughs> funds in some sort of illicit way and they were like here's how you can make it right you turn that into a vendor because there's no way tony stark would have unselfishly just donated that awesome building to the avengers genius billionaire playboy philanthropist I, right it had to have been some sort of financial windfall for him to do it oh absolutely like dude like he he probably went through so many hoops just to get his name on the building that's right and then his name just got Toward the pieces, like, oh man, you know what? Like, you know, he, 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 there has to be a reason why. But then, of course, he created Ultron, big mistake, who wrecked the place and almost destroyed the planet. Whoops, should have just went to therapy. Then he decided to sell this monolith of mistakes and move his crew upstate. And the ownership of this tower has actually been a small subplot in the Spider-Man films, with the sale of the tower happening in Spider-Man Homecoming. And there, Happy Hogan was juggling overseeing the move and monitoring the actions of the friendly neighborhood Spider-Boy on the side, leaving him all those voicemails. Why am I hearing about churros? I don't care about churros. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. Um, it was, I would be just as annoyed as happy. Absolutely. Um, and in a recent interview with comicbook.com, Tom Holland was asked about who the new owner of Avengers Tower was. And he cheekily, in his British accent, indicated that he does know who the new owner is. And then his main squeeze, Zendaya, I don't know how he pulled that off, had to shut him up before he spilled the beans and got executed by the Foggy Hit Squad because they do exist. I've seen the laser pointers. Oh, it's a hidden Mickey. But this could have been a fun little gag calling back to all the times Holland has accidentally leaked secret MCU info. Or maybe he does know who actually bought the tower. I mean, like we said, Spider-Man and Avengers Tower was strangely linked. But until he actually shares the secret, we're left guessing. So let's look at the likely candidates for the owners of the building and see if we can't just figure it out on our own. Let's begin with someone who is a looming figure in the NYC real estate and recently made his official return to the MCU, Wilson Fisk, AKA Kingpin, AKA the Fresh Prince of this city. I would love a Wilson Fisk Fresh Prince crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I got in one little fight, Vanessa. Vanessa. And my mom got scared. I'm, I'm just picturing like, you know how it starts off with Will like spinning on the chair. Yeah. <laughs> the chair just breaks. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it, it barely turns, it just breaks. Because <laughs> it's Wilson's fist. This guy loves to buy property, especially fancy buildings that he can stand on the top floor and just leer over menacingly at the city below, just thinking about Vanessa. Vanessa. You know, technically, he is part of the big head gang. So even though I don't always approve he is. of what he does, I, I can't exclude him from the big head gang because he's kind of a founding member and he makes a good omelet. He makes a delicious spinach and egg omelet. And his real estate dealings were also part of the plot of the Netflix Daredevil show, so it makes sense that they would bleed over into the MCU. And Mr. Fisk just made his grand return in the Hawkeye series where Clint Barton reminds Kate Bishop that Tony sold Avengers Tower years ago. So why mention it in the same show that has Wilson Fisk if he's not actually the new owner? Kinda weird. Weird. But one element that potentially hurts this theory is that on Hawkeye, Kingpin did seem a little down and out, working out of an auto mechanic shop wearing Hawaiian shirts. But this doesn't seem like this lavish style that we've known Kingpin to know. Or it's possible that he's learned a lesson and he's conducting his criminal businesses in a less conspicuous location. So what do we think about Kingpin being the owner of Avengers Tower, Tommy? You know, I, I like the theory. It definitely works for me. But I think that there's a sexier answer out there. You know, I think like Kingpin oh. is a, you know, he's a, he's, a, he's a rich New York guy. It would make sense for him to own it. But I just, there's something more exciting afoot, I think, for the Avengers Tower. I don't want to reveal what my theory is, but I'll let you know if you're getting warmer. Let's just say this. Kingpin seems like fun, okay. but I think there's something a little closer. We do know that the Fantastic Four will be in the MCU very soon. Okay, now soon. that's so, actually directly what my theory is. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. So, so hey, you don't man, have to wait like very we're long. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big head gang connection. We just that's we right. just connected like 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 the old Game Boys when you wanted to trade a Pokemon. That's how we trade information. That's right. We just it's like <laughs> we do, 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 do. I don't know what to say. Like All right, here we go. So we know that the Fantastic Four will be in the MCU very soon. This could mean that Reed Richards, aka Mr. Fantastic, is the new owner of Avengers Tower. Maybe. Because in the comics, the Baxter Building in New York is a skyscraper that serves as a headquarters for Marvel's first family. Like they hang out there, they work there, conduct experiments there, and just generally around and find out there. 
uh, with the negative zone and their own little slice of New York City. But with their appearance in the MCU still somewhat in the distance, is it possible, Tommy, that they're already just hanging out there, just, uh, you know, just putting up their, their family photos? Here's the time we went to Yosemite and Reed stretched as tall as Old Faithful. Here's our trip to the Golden Gate Bridge, where Reed stretched as tall as the Golden Gate Bridge. And here's our trip to <laughs> Chicago, to where Reed stretched as tall as the old Sears Tower. Actually, come to think of it, we only go places where Reed can stretch real tall. What a selfish, <laughs> selfish father he is. He has a complex. <laughs> yeah, he's got a problem. That is the one that I think, I think the way that the MCU has kind of brilliantly, like, woven in uh, these characters as they get entered into the Marvel Cinematic Universe rather than shoehorning in all of their details. They just kind of, they, they, they weave them into the existing world. I think rather than establishing a new Baxter building, making the Avengers Tower the Baxter building makes more sense to me in this universe. I mean, mm. as we learned from uh, No Way Home, there's now a million different possibilities. Like, you know, every universe can have things done the right way to like, if comic book fans are gonna be outraged, there can certainly be a Fantastic Four that exists in Tobey Maguire's, you know, universe or, or another Spider-Man's universe that has a Baxter building that is separate from Avengers Tower. But I think with the state of the Avengers and the way that they've moved on in these movies, it makes sense to kind of have the new team stay in the existing building that we know has all that awesome stuff. So that's my thought. No, I, I definitely agree with you for sure. Because like, you know, like we said, the Avengers Tower was originally Stark Tower. Mm -hmm. And like that was, he was a man of science. And like that was an originally a science building and where he was probably going to do a lot of his nerd stuff. It just makes perfect sense for the science man, Reed Richards and his family to Absolutely. just move in and just be like, all right, we're just going to do science shenanigans in yeah. the actual main place where like the MCU got its like official sort of start with Avengers 1. Let's do science shenanigans is exactly what they, that's their, that's their catchphrase. Let's do science yes. shenanigans. I mean, that's the Fantastic Four. Yes. <laughs> science shenanigans. <laughs> I always say that a good Fantastic Four movie should feel like Rick and Morty married to the um the incredibles like yes. those those two things should have a baby mm -hmm. that's fantastic four like it should yes. be science shenanigans to the max yep. that tower should be like rick's garage of yep. like what's happening there here there's guns. shit like there there's dimensional be... monsters popping Inter yeah, out interdimensional like, there's, helpers there's... <laughs> <laughs> we also cannot forget he who remains himself kang i am so glad you said kang kang is my pick to have the Avengers Tower, <laughs> I have always thought there's no way anyone other than Kang is going to be in charge of this mm. tower from day one. He's being set up as a major villain in the MCU. It's got to be Kang. Yeah. You know what? I got that vibe from the first two, and I was like, you know what? Yep. I think he's more of a Jonathan Majors stand than anything else. Just so, Kang you know, around, I think, you kid. Know, you I might learn you. something. All right. Uh, <laughs> We're just ganging around. Yeah. Um, Kang, gang, <laughs> big head, Kang, peaches and Kang. Kang, gang, Kang, gang. Kang only gang. take. I, I, I guarantee you, gang. Kang has never taken a bath gangs. in his life. Kang showers under mystical waterfalls, and that's it. <laughs> we know that Kang is being set up as a major villain in the MCU. Could he already be readying for battle by setting up a base in NYC? Because if you recall, in Loki, we saw a vision of Avengers Tower in the void that had. Kang written on the side of it where Avengers would normally be. 
Now, this is a reference to the comics where a variant of Kang starts a company called Kang Enterprises. In the comics, Tony actually sells the tower to Mr. Griffin of Kang Industries, who is actually Nathaniel Richards, a variant of Kang the Conqueror. So, was this Loki Easter egg actually a subtle nod to what's currently going on in New York City? You know, I, I like that idea. I think it's a, I think it's definitely plausible. I just wonder if the, if Kang is going to have that type of like total impact. Like, is he going to be set up in New York City, like operating where people are aware of him, or is it going to be like a secretive or or almost like godlike enemy where he just shows up and has like an epic battle? You know what I mean? Like, is there going to be like a mm. almost like a like a Kang for mayor thing where people are like, no, we love Kang, we think he's great. And like you know, the 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 masses have no idea what his true malevolent purposes, or or is it going to be you know something slightly more I think you know traditional to the comics? So that I, I I think that although Kang is my pick, and I have said all along I think it will be Kang. I don't think it's going to be Kang. I think that Kang is a, is a huge huge candidate here. So. Prior to the release of Spider-Man No Way Home, I think a few of us thought that the film would reveal that Oscorp now owns the tower. I mean... Yes, and this has always been my theory. It's always been Oscorp. It's gotta be Norman Osborn. <laughs> it's gotta be Ozzy, baby. Oh, man. Ozzy with the waves, specifically. That's I miss... Right. I wish we had yes. uh, Willem Dafoe with the waves. Let's Sport get that waves, going. Yes. Hashtag Ozzy with the waves Ozzy for with the, the MCU. Waves. Ozzy with the wave, gang. <laughs> I mean, this tower does seem to always show up in the Spider-Man films, but the Norman Osborn from the Raimiverse said that there is no Oscorp in the MCU. Mm -hmm. What the heck's going on there? But there is a possibility that Norman was lying to Peter when he said that in an effort to garner sympathy for him, but that did seem like a genuine Norman moment mm -hmm. there, and not the mischievous scheming of his Green Goblin persona lurking behind, behind the cowardly eyes of Norman Osborn. Norman's on sabbatical, oh. honey. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so creepy. I hope I never do that again. My, my fingers are too long to do something like this. Editors, <laughs> let's isolate that clip and turn it into an NFT. Oh no, don't do it. Thank no, you. no. <laughs> Is it possible that Oscorp now owns the building and Peter has a good reason to be wary of their actions? And what could the MCU's Norman Osborn be up to as Peter swings alone in New York City? Ooh, up to no good, I bet. No good. <laughs> or maybe he's up to... No good for all my Harry Potter stands out there. K-N-O-W. Mm -hmm. Maybe we have Iron Patriot Norman Osborn <laughs> joining up with Valentina, Ooh. creating a hybrid of two of these answers. And maybe with their mutual interest, Norman is the face and Val is the rest of the space. If you know what I'm saying, I'm talking Ooh. skull, neck, spine. Everything else in the human anatomy, maybe she's working behind the surface while Norman is the face <laughs> of the company. You know what I'm saying? Norman's the puppet. Mm. Valentina is the puppet master. I, I really do love that idea of I Am Patriot, man. I would love to see a Norman Osborn I Am Patriot mm -hmm. so badly. I feel like the, the MCU Norman Osborn does exist, but like he's just up and coming. That that would be really cool if he was actually younger than than Peter Parker. They're like, Peter, meet your meet your uh, intern or whatever. Hi, I'm Norman. Honey, <laughs> I'm gonna be your Hello, intern. Honey. honey, Norman's taking a sabbatical from this internship. Honey, <laughs> all right. Now we've covered them all. Now we've Meaning pissed off every viewer. Now anyone who was watching this has turned this off. Great.
Mission accomplished. What about another big company in the MCU buying out the building? Because there's mm. Roxxon, which appeared in the first Iron Man film, as well as the Loki series, and also I think was had a brief mention in Iron Man 3 with that uh, executive that was being held by um, the fake Mandarin. But also AIM, which even though it had some leadership issues in the past, could be back on its feet and growing again. Or even Hammer Industries, which may be trying to move on from the disgrace that was Justin Hammer, but he could also dance really well, so I guess not that much of a disgrace, but but very graceful on the feet, I should say. I don't think so. No, this one I don't think this one I don't think is possible. I don't think there's any chance of this. Mm. I'm kidding. This is the okay. one I've always said is gonna happen. It's gonna be <laughs> an old enemy, an old financial enemy of Tony Stark coming back to take out his legacy. Mm. This is the only way it could go. I've always said that. It's gotta be Roxanne Aimer, Hammer Industries. And why not Justin Hammer? He's gotta be up for parole soon, right? It's time for a rockwell assance. Man, Sam Rockwell, he knows how to do it. He knows how to act. He played a George mm -hmm. W. Bush at one point, and the good God, I thought uh, he was likable for a second. <laughs> Sorry, don't put that in. Oh boy. <laughs> I hope he painted dogs, too. Oof, they got to me. really into character. Oh, my God. Please do not put that part in. Do not put that in, please. <laughs> I just do not want these Republicans after me. <laughs> Though it doesn't seem like the MCU is currently setting up these companies to be a big presence in the immediate future, could any of these people possibly be the owners of the iconic tower? Yeah, I, I don't know. These ones, I feel like, are kind of almost a little too... They would work for an individual movie. I don't know about the whole franchise of the MCU. You know what I mean? Like, if they were making an Iron Man 4, mm. this would be a good plot point. But I think in terms mm. of making uh, movies th that have details that span over multiple franchises within the movie, I think it's I think it's a little too narrow. I think it's a little too narrow of, a, of an answer. Mm. You know what? I, I don't know. I think that rocks on is not really all that likely considering that they're in the energy business and like they wouldn't really be using the, the building for anything interesting um, in the MCU wise. I think that AIM could be potentially because they're all about technology and they're, you know, they're all about, you know, just pushing the envelope on, on just being on the, the, the cutting edge of everything and, and beyond that. And like, I think that especially with the, the coming of the, the high evolutionary and like, you know, the, uh, and all this stuff with armor wars coming up, AIM is slowly going to start building up again. Um, this is just me just speculating. Um, and I think that AIM would be a, a great little um, owner for the building. And then I would love to see MODOK. And like maybe even a Jim Carrey MODOK likes being rumored. Um, just like be owning the building and be like, this is why I do science stuff. <laughs> I would love that. But, you know, it's definitely not as likely as the other ones, I feel. You know something? You're right. Now that S.H.I.E.L.D. is no more in the MCU, S.W.O.R.D. has appeared to slip right into the void that they left behind. Say no more. I've always said it was going to be S.W.O.R.D. You're, I mean, that was number one from the get-go. I knew it would be S.W.O.R.D. I have nothing else to say on this matter. You know what? I, you know, I, 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 when you were talking about Roxxon, I was like, S.W.O.R.D. is the true, mm -hmm. is the true thing that mm -hmm. he really means. I can tell we're connected. Mm -hmm. uh, we are one. Mm -hmm. um, that is why we were married just last weekend. We saw how much they had already amassed resources in WandaVision, and we know that Nick Fury has been hanging out in their space station. So, could they also have a purchased Avengers Tower in order to have a base of operations in New York City? And with the looming secret invasion coming to the MCU, Nick Fury might just want to have a building he's familiar with to work out of.
What do you think? I think that makes perfect sense. In fact, I think that does actually make the most sense. All kidding aside, I think having S.W.O.R.D. take over operations of Avengers Tower uh, in order to kind of, uh, like you said, have a familiar home base for Secret Invasion and giving Nick Fury, I mean, who knows how much more Nick Fury we're going to get over the next few years. I hope we get a lot more. But Samuel L. Jackson, at a certain point, is probably going to want to, you know, retire or, or taper down his involvement. One last stand as the boss man in Avengers Tower, I think, is the perfect way to send off our one-eyed king, you know? Him, like, at the top floor with his big old chair with yep. the, with, with goose, yes. like a claw. Yeah. <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Yes. Like, I'll <laughs> get you, Gadget. By MC. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but no, I think that, you know, having S.W.O.R.D. take over the tower would be a really ne- good next step because, like, it's sort of just, like, it, it, it sort of it symbolizes the next sort of ha- phase or the new, new saga of the MCU, rather. It's like, all right, we have the Avengers in this tower now, and, like, we had sh- the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. thing going on, but now we're moving on to space and, and the multiverse, and now S.W.O.R.D. is in the tower. And mm-hmm. so, like, we're sort of just, it sort of symbolizes the saga shift. So I can definitely see that uh, being a little fun... Um, addition or a mm. new thing that they do there those are our biggest suspects in the case of avengers tower tenants but we gotta you know just wrap it up here and i gotta ask you who is your best guest for the current owner for the tower like for real for real for real for real i think it's sword i think it's going to be nick fury mm. and sword i might even just be nick fury outright and this would be an amazing way to like show he's just amassed a tremendous personal wealth behind the scenes as an agent of shield for all those years like he's just been like <laughs> like using trade secrets he was in on cryptocurrency well before everyone else was i i i think my guess is it'll be a sword building by the end when all is said and done mm, what about you okay okay i'm gonna say fantastic four yeah i think that it makes a lot of sense because like the baxter building is a huge staple of fantastic yeah. four and like that building has to go somewhere Mm-hmm. And I can't think of a better place than yeah. Avengers Tower. Like I can't. Those, those I are my two favorites. Those would location. be my two favorites. Either a, a sword, a sword mm-hmm. base, or uh, or Fantastic Four would be my, would be my top two. If it were, if they were making them just for me, just for Tommy. I hope they're yeah. making them just for Tommy. Just for Tommy. That's my hair dye. It only works on my shade. Of <laughs> just for Tom men. I'd Red buy beard, it. brown top. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, check out our merch friends over at NewRockStarsMerch.com for some of the coolest gear in the multiverse. They have great shirts inspired by Spider-Man No Way Home, Book of Boba Fett, Peacemaker, and more. And it's a great way to support our channel while also looking really cool. And before we dive into our bite-sized questions next, some words from the people that help bring us big question to you. People like Masterclass, because with Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn about science and problem solving from Bill Nye, improve your cooking skills with Roy Choi, or learn songwriting from Alicia Keys. With over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing that you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. And at New Rockstars, we're drawn to the film and TV-focused classes. They have some really awesome classes from Natalie Portman, Spike Lee, Hans Zimmer, and even a really cool leadership class from former Disney CEO Bob Iger. He tells some really great stories about Pixar and Marvel and gives some really helpful career advice. And the part I like best about Masterclass is that they're shot and structured in a way that doesn't feel like a boring lecture. It feels like you're having a conversation with a famous person that just knows a lot about the topic that you're interested in. And they're super addictive. And I highly highly recommend that you check Masterclass out. So get unlimited access to every Masterclass and for the Big Question audience, get 15% off an annual membership. Just go to masterclass.com slash bigquestion 
right now. That's masterclass.com slash big question for 15% off masterclass. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. They don't give you better odds on, 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 on a coin toss, which should be 50-50. We leaned on New Rockstar's resident sports and gambling expert, myself, and I confirm that those are insane odds. And trust me, I've lost a lot of money over the years, so I know all about odds. Speaking of Tommy, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live from New York, meaning you can bet from almost a third of the country now, but not in California because God forbid. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. I can't believe we're up to 56 of these damn things. So many opportunities to win and lose. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code BIGQUESTION, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code big question at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. You better bet the Rams, you fools. 21 plus minimum age and local location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming resources. Void where prohibited. 56 to 1? That is just insane. Gambling problem? You better believe I do. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Or call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Connecticut. Call 888-789-777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat in New York. Call 1-800-HORNY. No, that can't be right. <laughs> In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. In New York, flew too close to the sun with that one. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Or text me and I'll tell you, Matt Stafford total touchdowns over two is a lock, baby. I'm going all the way with it and I may need to borrow some money from my daddy if it doesn't hit. All right. What do you got for the bite-sized questions? Get ready, because here we go. Uh, Question one, how heavy is a lightsaber? And this is from IAJSmith24. This person is always sending the best questions. IAJSmith, thank you very much. Uh, I'm pretty sure that lights, if I'm not mistaken, lightsabers are usually measured in units of Ds. Ds? They're about as heavy as Ds nuts. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> oh, a unit of oh, these nuts you got me, Tommy. Oh, kidding aside, in the book of Boba Fett, we've seen how the dark saber presents itself as a heavy and unwieldy blade. Well, in the prequel trilogy, Jedi's are jumping around and twirling lightsabers like they're lighter than air, like little batons at the Rose Bowl parade. So, which is it? Are these things heavy or light? Hmm. It seems like most of the weight of a lightsaber is in its hilt, and the Plasma blade itself doesn't add much additional weight. However, the blade is created by channeling energy through the kyber crystals in the weapon. So, while it's not adding physical weight, the wielder of the lightsaber now has to deal with the power of that flowing energy. This probably feels like added weight. That explains why Jedi infamously use this weapon, since they are able to utilize the force to help control and use the blade. Cheaters. When creating the original trilogy, 
George Lucas conceived the lightsabers as feeling like heavy medieval swords. Of course he did. In a behind-the-scenes video, Mark Hamill talked about how George described the lightsabers. And he said, they go, George, were me, me, me. That's uh, George Lucas, not a Mark Hamill impression. <laughs> George was adamant that these things were really, really heavy. That we couldn't take a hand off the hilt. We always had to have two on. It was like Excalibur or my d***. 40 to 50 pounds of weight, that's a heavy laser sword. As for why they seemed so much lighter in the prequels than they did in the original trilogy, it could have come down to training. With so many Jedi training with lightsabers from such a young age and then constructing their own blades, it would make sense that they would be much more adept at using them effortlessly. As time went on, the Jedi were wiped out. People were not as adept at using their lightsabers, thus the heavy nature in the original trilogy. And as for the Darksaber, it might feel heavier than all the other lightsabers because it's one of the oldest sabers out there. And its ancient nature makes it feel like a much heavier blade. Plus, it could also have a curse on it, which adds mystical weight, just like me. I would be much lighter if that witch didn't <laughs> curse me as a boy. I was too good at Little League. So while the hilt of the lightsaber might only weigh two to five pounds, the amount of energy you are wielding and controlling makes the lightsaber feel much heavier. All right, you f nerds, is that good enough? All right, now it is time for my favorite part of the show. It is time for the box of scraps. Box of scraps. Box of scraps. Tommy, if you could have a secret base anywhere in the world, where would it be? You know, when I was a boy, I dreamed of being so old, uh, so, so old. I dreamed of being so old. No, I dreamed of being so rich <laughs> that my house would just be a functioning NBA basketball arena so that I would just oh like, I would have a hardwood court and then I would sleep on the court and then take my bet, roll my bet away. Never thinking about, you know, having like a woman there with me. It was always just like bachelor style. <laughs> Wake up, chug a Gatorade, shoot some hoops. Then that witch cursed me and basketball was out of the picture and sports like wrestling and football <laughs> were more drawn to me. No, uh, so I would say, I would like, if I could have a secret, like secret base anywhere in the world, it would be like it, underneath a professional stadium and I could just sneak up like the Phantom of the Opera and watch games like up in the, they're like, who's that man? And I'd be like, I'm watching the Detroit Pistons play basketball today. And then I'd go You're back down into my lair, like, play <laughs> organ. What about you? I, hmm, I would probably have some type of secret base somewhere, probably, you know, Antarctica, somewhere like either yeah. super north, like in the North Pole, sure. or like in Antarctica or something, just because like, you know, if, if if for some reason the apocalypse were to go, I'm not a doomsday prepper, first of all, but mm. if the apocalypse were to go down, I would love a secret base where yeah. like zombies or like any any type of apocalypse scenario, no one's sure. going to the North Pole. I will be fine in the North Pole. I think that's perfect. Plus, if you go to the North Pole, there's a 50-50 chance you team up with Santa. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm going to have my bat cave in the North Pole, and we're going right. to have a team up with Santa, Batman, Santa team up. Exactly. And if you go to the South Pole, there's a 50-50 chance you team up with Satan. Reverse Santa. Oh. <laughs> that's what Santa does throughout the year. He's fighting Satan. <laughs> Reverse Santa. <laughs> yes. Satan's just red with a white coat. <laughs> And, and instead of ho, 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 he says, oh, 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 <laughs> That's so funny. I think we just made new canon for Christmas. Mm -hmm. New Christmas canon. I think canon. for sure we the did. But that is it for this episode of Big Question. I want to thank Tommy for taking the time out of his day to talk to me, 
Thank you so much, Tommy. My pleasure. Anytime, MT. Always a joy. Hey, please follow him at Tommy Bechtel on Twitter. He's an amazing person. Please go follow him there. Follow me at Mastertainment if you want to see me tweet some really weird shit and crazy theories. More importantly, follow New Rockstars wherever we are on the internet, Twitter, on YouTube. But if you do on YouTube, make sure to hit that notification bell so you can get notifications every time we upload a video. Please be sure to visit NewRockstarsMerch.com so you can get really cool shirts like our Peacemaker stuff, our Spider-Man stuff, all of our amazing stuff. And go join us on Discord so you can continue the New Rockstars conversation there. Just make sure that you are 18 years or older and you can join us for game nights. It's going to be really fun. We have some really great times there. So the link is in the description for there. But thank you guys again for joining us. We love you so much. And we appreciate you guys so much for spending time with us. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, Big Head Gang! Gang Gang! Bye, Big Peace. Head Gang! <laughs>